Oh, hello there. My name is Sean, the Tea Witch, and welcome to the Tales of Camp Kikini, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast. I will be your keeper of monsters and mysteries as we explore the stories that surround a camp that's been closed for 40 years. Let's go ahead and meet our party. Welcome back, campers, to the Tales of Camp Kikini, your favorite actual play podcast running the Monster of the Week system, uh, where a bunch of camp staff members have found themselves in a haunted or possessed camp where monsters are constantly attacking them, and it's up to them to save the day and protect the children who have yet to even arrive. Uh, We're going to start with intros in a random order because chaos is my best friend, and we are going to start with Addie. Well, howdy, y'all. My name's Addie Thornbush, and my fun fact for this week is... Uh, what? I forgot to choose a fun fact. I have a full list. Hold on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like... I, it's a roaring start. A roaring start. <laughs> I'm so good at this, guys. Um, Addie's favorite type of cheese is Monterey Jack, because growing up, she loved the Rescue Rangers. And up next, we have Joey. Hey, I'm Joey Serrano, and in the city, my favorite place to eat is Giordano's, but not the Chicago chain. Uh, my actual old crew, the Giordano boys, that's uh, their mom and pop's place, and that's where I like to eat. The Giordano boys. I feel like not only does Joey like to eat there, it was like a second home there. <laughs> like I feel like Joey oh. was always there. Oh, yeah, and they definitely never charged Joey. Yeah, I feel like they also have to have like you know covered for Joey at some point. Oh yeah, yeah he was here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's totally here. After Joey, we have Murphy. I am Amelia Murphy, and to fit with our potentially haunted campground, um, Murphy's favorite Pokemon is Haunter. And finally, we have Shane. All right, so Shane. Um, This is not his favorite day of the week, but the vibe of the day that Shane likes best is Tuesdays, Um, you know, because the worst part of your week, Monday is over. So, you know, you're still being productive, getting stuff done. Uh, Plus, you also have an excuse to enjoy tacos. Follow us on Patreon. Follow us on Patreon. Do it. It's a good idea. You get bonus. (laughs) You get bonus content. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. You also get the uncut version of our podcast, and you can hear all of our bloopers. Big shout out to Sam and Ross. We love you both. You're doing great. You are single-handedly getting us better microphones. Keeper, what's your fun fact? Hi, my name is Sean, the Keeper. My favorite fun fact about Pokemon is that Whitney and her Miltank can get hit by a train. Follow us on Patreon. Previously on the Tales of Camp Kickany. But last time, we blew some shit up, (laughs) y'all. That's about it. We blew some shit up. Like, smushed one mud mermaid. The other one's gone. We don't know where. And now we're heading back to the the STEM center. That's what it is. I know things. After a sunflower saw you use magic to send a terrifying monster away. And you used magic to make her seemingly forget everything that's happened in the last day. Yep. Sunflower knows nothing, including us. Correct. Which, you know, we love that for us. It's good first impressions. Great yeah, first impressions. Clean slate. Yeah, exactly. Clean slate. She doesn't know Shane flipped a golf cart. Shane doesn't... forgot he flipped a golf cart, too. Uh, he <laughs> should probably just check out. She doesn't know Joey pulled out a gun, so 
Gotcha. Well, she would have away. <laughs> As you all end your conversation with Sunflower, and she lets you know that you have some downtime before you're expected to meet up in the Aquatics Inlow Center for the evening's training, you all discuss about going up to the STEM Center an area that is currently being unused by the camp as it's still in construction to build the science, technology, engineering, and math portion of Camp Kikini for the following summer. A few of you had discussed about going to get cleaned up after the fight with the mud-covered mermaids before making your way to the STEM Center. So I have to ask you all, after this encounter with these terrifying creatures, what do you do? Shane's trying to bandage up his leg a little bit, got whacked pretty hard by Percy. But once I've got a pretty good bandage on that, I think I'm just heading over to the STEM center. Yeah, probably just going to head to the STEM center after dinner was done where we said we were going to meet up. Yeah, Murphy is like following behind Addie, just kind of like, I'm mother duck now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just following behind you. I don't know what to do. I won't let you fall behind me. I'll let you fall near me. It's like, how, how are you holding up, Murphy? Honestly, Murphy has two points of harm still after using her first aid kit and going down and using the one a day um, heal. <laughs> she has like a black <laughs> eye. <laughs> a black eye from a cocktail. Yeah. Pepper spray. Oh my god. Oh yeah, she got pepper sprayed in the back. Mm -hmm. I mean, but to be fair, who pepper oh. sprayed Murphy? <laughs> Murphy did. Murphy did. Oh, no comment. No, no. Okay, so using three heels, I still have two points of harm. <laughs> you you Damn. are definitely in harm's way. Gonna have to buy some armor. Uh-huh. So Murphy's looking a little rough, but she changed clothes. They went back and changed clothes, but her actual body <laughs> is a little fucked up. And I totally forgot that they have glasses also. Had Hopefully. glasses. Oh no. No, they're fine. Like Murphy still has their glasses. It's okay. They're just oh, scratched pretty bad from the explosion. Murphy is just out of it. Just out of it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm totally good. So <laughs> seeing Murphy so just fucked up, um <laughs> can I get into my grandmother's journal and just look and see if she has anything in there that could possibly help? Um, go ahead and roll use magic. That could have been worse. That could have been worse. Let's see. Seven. I rolled a six. <laughs> so it's a mixed success. For use magic on a 7 to 9, it works imperfectly. So you can choose the effect of to heal one harm from an injury, mm -hmm. um, but there will be a glitch. Yeah. Uh, it's not something that you've practiced before, but it there is a rune in there that you remember your grandma using to make you feel better when you've had like an upset stomach or a fever or a bruise. Yeah, so I'll, what I'll do is I'll, like, <laughs> how would I do this? Could I just, like, grab a stone and then kind of, like, mark it with the rune and give it to her? And, like, just keep that on you for, for a day or two. If that's how you use your magic, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. I'll just kind of carve it on there. Which glitch are you picking? Let's do, 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 do. I can make any of these work. Your choice. 
I feel like the thing that makes most sense here is either I take one harm or it has a problematic effect. And I'm kind of leaning towards you take one harm because it's like I take harm, she heals it. If that makes sense. You can choose that. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um, as you pick up your little rock and like draw on the little healing rune and you hand it to Murphy, there's a split second. Murphy, you pick up just the, the most subtle hint of an orangish glow, almost like a, a reflection or like a, a holographic ink on the rune. But Addy, for you, it's different. She's squinting with her pepper sprayed eyes. Yeah, and as soon as you see that shimmer of orange, it's gone. But you feel relieved. You you take off one point of harm. But Addy, as you hand this rock over, has this healing rune. From the corner of your eye, you see her standing there, pointing at you. Though you can't hear what she's saying, you know what she's yelling at you. Why is it you that gets to be here? And as soon as you look over in her direction, she vanishes. I just kind of like put my eyes forward. I kind of hold on to the pendant that I have and I just keep walking towards the stem center and I kind of smile at smile at Murphy. It's like, come on, let's let's go. That'll help me make make you feel better. Don't worry about it. I don't really believe in this stuff, but sure, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> That's okay. You don't have to. I do for you. As you all approach the STEM Center, it looks like a, a standard shelter, like the ones that nature and handicrafts have. But the back storage room is extended. Um, and outside of just the locks that you guys have in your areas, you see more secure fixtures much like shooting sports the surrounding area is very clean there's more pavement around this pavilion compared to the other little areas and instead of the traditional picnic tables there are large wooden desks have extremely heavy raw iron chairs behind them but as you approach you guys see that there are light fixtures up in the the ceiling so you can flip on the lights so you aren't sitting in the the approaching darkness as the sun is beginning to set all right who wants to start this what happened there what what's going on joey how did you bring a gun <laughs> well uh that's uh, <laughs> a funny story there amelia real funny real funny <laughs> yeah i'm very curious as to the answer to this one Y'all, can I just, I would just like to point out for one second, um, that gun kind of saved our asses just a little bit, so maybe just slightly less judgment. I understand. Now, I'm not upset that the gun exists. I'm upset that, you know, there wasn't a little bit more up front. We're going to be, we're going to be directors together. We got to know what's going on, especially, uh, if we're dealing with stuff like this. This isn't judgment. <laughs> So I heard about the rumors about this place, and I didn't want to come in lacking. Valid. But uh, I didn't think uh, me having a handgun at all times would have been appreciated <laughs> by Pappy. You're probably right about 
I would also like to throw in there that um, none of you have ever had any of your stuff inspected by Pappy or Sunflower. You just kind of showed up with what you had and no one checked you in. Security measures here are a little iffy, don't you think? Yeah, we just got attacked by mud mermaids. Mm -hmm. I don't think security is existent, honestly. Her voice was like half shaking. <laughs> you even tried to warn people and they were like, nah, just doesn't happen. You're fine. Right. That's a little foreboding. I mean, seemed like Sunflower changed a little, Emilio, with whatever you did to her, but I don't know. I don't know if like she's gonna help. Yeah, I don't I don't know what happened to her. That was really weird. I guess the question is, is this gonna be a constant? Is this kind of stuff just going to keep happening? Or is this like a one and done type of situation? Keeps happening. It's probably going to be us that's going to have to deal with it. Because I don't see anyone else taking responsibility around here. Yeah, if it was if it was a one and done thing, I feel like it wouldn't have happened this time. Right. Because the one time would have been 40 years ago. Oh, 1000%. I feel like... And we even heard somebody on the phone with Pappy. They were saying that if he opened this camp, they'd make them regret it. But, like, you think they put this together, are doing something, or are they trying to protect people from coming here? Uh, Shane never actually heard that part. So when you say that, he goes, somebody was trying to shut down the camp? Like, scare Pappy out of it? Yeah. I, we heard on the phone, they they literally said... If you open the camp this year, I will make you regret it personally. Sean, did it sound like a male or female voice? Um, it was hard to tell. If it was a male voice, it was in the higher ranges. And if it was a female voice, it was in the lower ranges. It was a rather androgynous voice. All right, perfect. Good to know. Because mysteries. <laughs> convenient, convenient. <laughs> So Shane turns to Amelia. So, so somebody knew that this camp shouldn't be opened. Somebody knew that there were dangers here and was trying to get Pappy to shut it down. Or do you think they just like didn't want the camp open for some other reason? Seems pretty coincidental if it's not about the monsters. I don't think that Amelia knows what Shane told everybody else about his uncle. That's true. No. <laughs> no, Amelia doesn't. But nope someone else might want to mention um, that <laughs> something happened before, so what would keep people that were here before would be worried about that thing that <laughs> happened. Yeah, Shane, what about <laughs> all that? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh... <laughs> you, you, said, you said yourself your mom didn't want you to come here, right? Yeah, she was not a fan of me being here. And that's what was kind of, I don't know. That's why I was wondering about the voice. Because, so she, Amelia, I kind of mentioned this to the other two. Um, my mom used to work here and my uncle did too. Back when Pappy was one of the directors, um, like one of the directors at our level, not a, not a camp director. And I guess there's a lot shrouded in mystery, but my uncle never came back. And... My mom hasn't really told me much about what's been going on, but I mean, the year my uncle didn't come back is the year they closed the camp. I mean, 
if Pappy knew it was dangerous, then why would he even open the place again, though? Some enemies, too, based on the phone call we heard. Okay, so, well, you said something happened to your uncle. Um, so anyone that would know about that would have their reservations about this place opening, right? I mean, yeah, but there wasn't really much in police reports. They didn't... But they don't know what happened, actually. No, there was not exactly a thorough job done. Can we talk about the fact that Pappy didn't even remember your uncle's nickname? I was a little curious about that, too. Camp nicknames, they like, they show up and they stay around. It's kind of interesting that... It's also been 40 years, though. So they're like 60 plus, I mean, right? You're not wrong about that, but like <laughs> Pappy worked with my uncle. Pappy oh, and he remembered your mom's nickname just fine. He also said they were real close. So, if I may step in for just a second. When you guys bring this topic up, Addie, when you all asked Pappy about the nickname, he had the similar expression as when Sunflower was reintroducing herself to you guys. <gasps> you recognize this. No one else does. He can't seem to remember what his uncle's name was. Good morning, campers. This is actually going to be the start of our ad break. If this is something that you are not really interested in and you want to listen to the full story without any of our ads, I would definitely recommend hopping over to patreon.com forward slash camp Our Patreon at all levels have access to our episodes ad free and you get them as soon as I finish editing them. That means you don't have to wait for every single Monday night for the new episode to be released you get them as soon as we are done with them. So if this is something that you're interested in, please hop over to patreon.com forward slash Camp We greatly appreciate all of the support that you guys have been giving us. And our goal is to give all of our camp staff members the best mics that we can get. That way the audio quality for your listening pleasure is only improved from where it currently is. So until next time, welcome to the ad break campers. I hope you brought some snacks. Hey, I'm Caleb, and I am the CEO of Tavern. Tavern is a social media platform for making friends and forming groups to play your favorite tabletop RPGs with. The whole app functions as a universal session zero to help you find players that match your playstyle. It's kind of like Tinder for finding people to play D&D with. The Kickstarter to fund our development phase is live right now. Go to tavern.org, that's T-A-V-R-N.org, to learn more about the app and check out the Kickstarter. We want to be the place that your adventure begins. Tavern. Oh shoot! Okay. Dramatic okay. irony is killing me. So Amelia continues to say, like, in like, <laughs> still going with this conversation, um, like, if a place gets shut down, it could be for a variety of reasons. Like, if it was a safety reason, like, um, something wasn't constructed properly, that's something that could be fixed and reopened. We don't know that this that just happened to us is something that happened forty years ago. Well, I mean, I, I think I've got an inkling of... It's a probability, but we don't know, like, what, if, this is what, if this is similar to what happened all that time ago, then, like, at that point, is there any way to say that, oh, it's safe to go now, 
Or was there something that happened that could be fixed and that's why it's open again? I don't know. Somebody might, I don't know, maybe have an ability that they could use to maybe like ask that question to maybe like the keeper because they have like two questions left. <laughs> um, Meta gaming mark? What's this? No. <laughs> Hey, Amelia remembered the conversation that we had without her there, so what can I say? I'm just helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Would you consider the 40 years ago to be something that we have mildly investigated? Yes. Oh, okay. So, is this connected to previous mysteries we have investigated? I'd like to connect the dots. (laughs) 100% yes. The events that are happening now you are getting a hunch have happened before. Okay, so Murphy is having one of those kind of like, when you think about something like in your head, it's like kind of fuzzy. But then once you say it out loud, you're like, mm, yeah, hold on one second. Um, <laughs> And so she's like, yeah, this is, I don't think there's any way that these aren't related. <laughs> I'm with you there. It just is too coincidental. Addie did, after she made that realization, she got a little bit more reserved and she's going to go through her grandma's journal again and just see if she has anything written in there specifically about like memory altering stuff or just she just wants to flip through it and see if anything catches her eye that correlates to what's going on and what's happened so far. Is Addie hiding this is she like trying to like read only her like i am very privately reading this book she's definitely like faced away from everybody else but she's also not trying to hide it necessarily because amelia's been like baby ducking (laughs) just falling (laughs) behind her so i'm wondering if amelia can be a snoop (laughs) so this is where i'm going to need you to trust me There is a rune that simply says memory. Would you like to roll to use magic without knowing the effect? Because otherwise you would need to spend time to research this rune. I, so it just says memory on it. It just says memory. As she's creating this for herself, uh, Shane picks the conversation back up and goes, just so we're clear, my uncle disappeared. Like, I, w- I want that to be clear. Weird things happened 40 years ago. I'm certain of that. And my uncle's gone. It wasn't just like a dangerous hazard. Like, this shit happened. And, I mean, I'll give Sunflower a pass. But uh, my uncle's missing. Presumed dead. Because of this camp and the weird things going on. Oh, so they didn't even confirm that. The police didn't confirm it. My mom confirmed it, and she was here. I don't know what Pappy's doing, what he's on about, forgetting the nickname and everything, but uh, it happened. So the question is, was it the same monster, or something else that happened 40 years ago? That I've got no idea about, but um, I know my mom had a diary when she was here, but she said that Everybody was in such a hurry to get out of camp, she left it somewhere. If we can find that, we might have a few more answers. I think that a way to rule out whether or not these 
mermaid things were how long they've been here. Um, that guy. Um, what's Percy? his name? <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! What the fuck Percy? is his name? The, the old man, Charlie. Yes, there Charlie. <laughs> um, okay, so in character, <laughs> yes, the old man. Um, what's his name? Um, Charlie, because all of that algae that they were farming, right? Would he be? Would he? He might be able to help us. Um, see how long it would take to do that. Um, if that's something that's been happening for a long time, or that's something just built up over like a that's week. A good idea. He could probably get that. the amount of algae that's been built up because I don't know enough about algae and organisms of the sort. Um, but it, if someone that does could probably tell how long it's been there. I don't think Addie's going to use the rune because she trusts her grandma, but she also remembers what happens in the woods and she knows what happens when she doesn't know what she's doing. So she's going to hold off and wait to do some more research on the rune itself and just kind of close her journal up. Okay. And there's the immediate problem we got, which is there's two of those mermaid things running around. And from what I can tell, I think they might have a weakness to magic. Yeah, you you threw a coin at one, didn't you? What are you talking about magic? You threw a coin at one, didn't you? Well, I dropped I dropped my uh, gold coin here, and when uh, they touched it, they turned into that human form, which seemed to be weaker. You have a magic coin. How do you How do you know it's magic? Well, he did say, "Hey, I hope this works," and then flipped a coin, and then nothing happened. Yeah, it's, it's a good for nothing. Uh... <laughs> Well, here, let me show you. Uh, Sean, I would like to use magic and try and use my coin right now. <laughs> yeah, roll to use magic. Yes. Because we don't know about we don't know about anything magic, right? Like, Addie has yeah, none of you know about but... any of each other. So, <laughs> you have a magic coin. <laughs> I'm going to take the gold <laughs> coin and I'm going to flip it. And we are going to do a plus zero weird roll. It is a 12 this time. Let's go. Hey! Oh, shit. shit. I'm gonna... As as Joey is flipping the coin, I'm gonna kind of pull Amelia kind of behind me a little bit because I know magic-y stuff and I don't know what's gonna happen right now. Oh. Oh. So, Joey, what does it look like when you flip the coin and it works? So when I flip the coin and it works, I slap it down on my hand, and as I raise my hand up, there is a big soot-covered poof of smoke and ash, and out pops onto the top of my hand a imp in a tuxedo. And as this small imp steps forward, dusting some of the ash off of his shoulder... He looks backwards with a half-assed glance at Joey. The hell you want? Why am I here? Hey, D. We doing potty tricks? No, D. We got an issue. Uh, uh, we got some kind of monsters we're dealing with, and I think uh, you might be able to help me out. <laughs> you got a monster. I'm a monster. What you messing with? Some kind of mud mermaid looking thing. Uh, it's it's got these scales. You going after fish people? Yeah, fish people. I'm thinking you might be able to help me cook them up. Hmm. 
<laughs> Depends. You got him on dry land because if they're still in the water, I ain't messing with that. You know, you know how I feel about getting my dry clean only suit wet. I'm not messing. Yeah, we got him on land. I think we could figure out a way to lure him back out again. I, I, and he uh, realizes that there's company now, and he shifts and he goes, Ah, ladies, my ladies, how are you? Aren't you looking lovely this evening? Howdy, how, what, what's your name oh. again? The name's D. Guess why they call me that. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, it's fine. The name's Diablo. Yeah, oh, okay. Hmm, giving out your name so easily. spot on the nose Not there. used to that. At least that's the name you can call me. In case you didn't pick it up, it means a devil, because I'm a... And he uh, pushes his nose a little bit. Mm-hmm. Devilishly good looking. <laughs> so clever. Amelia is totally cringing. I'm, I'm picturing right now like a Danny DeVito imp. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Same yes. thing! <laughs> Oh god, <laughs> Joey! Is that what they look? What Joey? Joey? What do they look like? Give me, give me something. Danny so DeVito not just... for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can it? We have not talked about Diablo much, but I have a whole character already planned out. It's definitely <laughs> always sunny in Philadelphia, Danny DeVito. Not like Matilda, yeah. Danny. Yes. Yeah. Looks back at Joey. So you got a fish problem. You coming to me asking for my help. Yeah. Cat, where's the fish? The what? The fish, where they at? The fish are uh, out at the in-low water uh, center. But I'm thinking you might be able to enchant a weapon of mine. Do you think you could put your magic <laughs> into one of my tools? You Are you doubting me right now? You think I can't? Where's it at? And I pull out uh, my woodcutting axe. Ooh, he's pulling out the big guns. Okay. Um, I'm going to need you to, once again, roll magic. Ooh, okay, this time it's a six. A six is a failure. Go ahead and mark experience. As Diablo walks over to the axe and spits a small burst of flame into his hands, he presses it down onto the handle, and it begins to burn. Um, almost instantly turning to charcoal before he pulls his hand back. Whoa, 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 was this not treated? Is this just simple? What You expect me to burn down the forest <laughs> for you? Uh, sorry, D, uh, I thought you'd be able to handle this. No, I can't. I'm just a bit too big, a bit too powerful to be dealing with this wood. You need to bring something up to my level, like sanctified silver, pure gold. Something with a little bit of class. A little bit of class. Uh, anyone here got something like that? Something made of gold? I, uh, Shane takes off his backpack and reaches into it and pulls out a small, ornate box. And he goes, is uh, this what you had in mind? Kind of opens the top. And there's this ivory with white gold on the handle dagger sitting in the box. Ooh. Oh no, that's that's pretty. That's that's made of them dead elephants, ain't it? That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's been in the family, ain't it? That's it's something. No, if you want, I can I can try to do my thing on your little dagger there. I mean, you can certainly try. 
It's got um I mean, you say it's been in the family. I'm I'm the first one in my family that's had it and it came to me um Well, you you might you might know the guy. But you're more than welcome to try. Oh, so this was a gift. Yeah, well, okay. More or less. Uh, more, more or less. I, um, I, you know, found it in my closet as a kid. Mm, I bet you spent a lot of time in that closet as a kid, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> Shane refuses to make eye contact with Jerry. <laughs> homophobic. Oh <laughs> the sass. The sass. If you would like D to attempt to enchant your weapon, no. go ahead and roll. Use oh, magic. No. All right. That'll work eventually. On. Uh, that's a five. Go ahead, Mark. Experience. Oh, he walks over and spits in his hand once again. And as he reaches down to touch the dagger, you see a ripple of shadow blocking his hand, preventing him from touching it. Nah, 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 I don't deal with this kind of shit. That's fair, bad. I, I, I don't know where you got it, but I don't want it. Keep it to yourself. Shane kind of p- picks it back up, quickly closes the box. Goes, so, a devil won't touch it? All right. That's, uh... Sounds like you got something kooky there. Well, it's definitely something. I thought, well, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Diablo looks back at Joey. Did you just summon me to try and impress the dames and the kid that plays in the closet? Like, if hey, there's hey, nothing for clear. me to do I right am now. I'm not in the closet, sir. I have come to terms with who I am. Yeah, I know you've grown <laughs> up. I said a kid that played in the closet. We know this. They know this. The dames know this. He looks you up and down. Your shirt says it all. Is it the third unbutton button? Is that the one? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the third. <laughs> That's the reason. And D looks back over at Joey again and steps up. You know, do you need something from me right now? You know, D, I guess uh, you weren't able to help us out this time. I'm not uh, surprised. Oh, <laughs> he's got jokes. He's got. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Joey Serrano, the man who's got jokes. How about you help me sometime? How about you get rid of this little goddamn coin? Let me out. Just let me out. You know, that ain't gonna happen, D. Okay. And then as he says that, you can see his hand start to shift to give you the bird, but by the time it's fully up, he's gone in smoke. I told you, it's useless. How? How what the hell was that? Wow. You got a genie and a coin? Yeah. But Joey has two friends in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I came across this coin uh, on one of my jobs, and uh, as you can see, there's quite a character inside of it. What do you mean one of your jobs? What, what work were you doing? Oh, can I manipulate someone? <laughs> oh, yeah. Not me. <laughs> yeah, roll to manipulate someone. So I would like for Addy to believe me when I say it was totally legitimate work. It is a seven. A seven. So for a hunter, they mark experience if they do what you ask. So if 
in this moment, Addie has a choice to believe you or not. <laughs> if Addie decides to believe that you were doing legitimate work, she can mark experience. Lucky for you, I'm an XP whore. <laughs> Gonna get two level ups by one mystery. Sure, yeah. sure. I figured that it was legitimate work. I was just wondering, like, was it like were you moving in a state sale and they gave you that, or were like, were you helping somebody clear out their garage? I'm just curious as Did to where you it find came it from. in a closet. <laughs> yeah, we were helping people. <laughs> Not all of us got magic items in the closet, Shane. Uh, but I, I did get it as a gift uh, while moving inventory for somebody. I mean, like, why wouldn't it be legitimate work? Of course, I would, would like Roger. to remind Joey that if someone lies to me, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> is this Polly reminding Joey, or is this Amelia reminding Joey? Oh no, Polly! <laughs> In character, Murphy's like, um. By the way, I know you're full of shit. Squinty eyes. Squinty eyes. Squinty eyes. Yeah. I feel the squinty eyes. That is the universal. The universal, just like, mm, okay, yeah, sure. Sure, Becky, yeah. sure. Uh-huh. Sure, yeah, I believe you. Yeah. All right, do we even know if those mud mermaid things are still out there? So, stepping in to give some objective statements, when you all created the explosion, there was no sign of the mermaid left. And then when Addie sent one away, there's no sign of it now. It's just gone. You don't know where it went. You don't know how far away it went. You don't know anything about that. None of us know that Eddie did that. <laughs> Correct. Um, but with the explosion, you did not feel the rumbling of the ground that you felt when it was approaching you. And you did not see any movement in the water. So as far as the Molotov team knows, you might have got it. It might just be gone, gone. But the okay. other one, as far as you know, is still out there. But I know that something weird happened and it disappeared because I talked to Addie, right? Yes, that is correct. Okay. Um, it just, it's just gone. That's what Addie said. So I only have one question left. So I think that I want to ask... Um, and what do they want with Addie? With my connect the dots, I want to ask what do the mermaid, mud mermaids um, want with Addie? Or from Addie? So this is where it's going to get tricky on whether or not Murphy believes this thought that comes across their mind. Mm-hmm. When you saw Addie with Sunflower, you saw just for a split second, a glint of this orange fl- fluttering through her eyes. When Addie handed you that stone, there was a f- just a speckle of this holographic orange covering this rune. And when you looked over Addie's shoulder as she was going through her grandmother's journal, with each page you saw specklings of this burnt orange, almost like dust falling off the pages. But your eyes are sore. You're 
still recovering from pepper spray. You don't know if you're seeing that or if your brain's just distorting what's going on around you because the lights are blurs right now. But this unique aspect of Addy, the coin didn't seem to have the gold speckling. But the stone, when she handed it to you, made you feel better. The pain eased, your eyesight cleared just a little bit. There is something that Addie has about her that you have seen multiple times now, but you don't know what it is. And if you had to guess, that's what the Mud Mermaids were after. Okay, Murphy's not going to verbalize the weird stuff happening around Addie. So it seems like a personal thing <laughs> um, that will have its own implications. Coming um, into a woman hood and getting my orange sparkle. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but now she's kind of like has like this like oddly protective like kind of like if anything, like, if it's over, it's over. But if something is going to happen, she feels like it's going to happen to Addie, specifically. But she's not going to verbalize these, like, oddities that she has noticed. Because of that uncertainty with, is Emma, is it just the light of the sunset, like, being really weird? Or um, is this something more? So as the meeting time for your guys' evening trainings is beginning to approach, is there anything you all would like to discuss or need to discuss before making your way down to the Aquatics Inlow Center for your first round of evening trainings, where you all know Sunflower has been baking up a storm and it's filled with treats and goodies? So... Is there, like, service out here for our cell phones or anything? So up here by the cabins, um, so, like, the trading post, the dining hall, STEM, nature, and handicrafts, they all get relatively good service. Once you go out into the actual wooded area, it's almost completely dead until you hit mm -hmm. some more of the open spaces, like the actual shooting range, um, and then out at aquatics there is some service all right i don't think it's necessarily safe for everybody to hang out by themselves but also we can't necessarily do a buddy system with all of our separate jobs so here and i start pulling out my phone i'm like let's get let's get each other's contacts and maybe make each other like an emergency number so we can call each other if we need to that's a good idea Shane pulls out his phone. Yep, I'm pulling out my phone too. Amelia takes an awkward step back um, to let them kind of convene because she doesn't have a phone. Oh. <laughs> As I see Amelia step back, I'll be like, Amelia, you got? Do you have anything? No, but um, I'm co-directors with Shane, so I'm sure that'll we, be fine. Yeah, we'll be, sure. we'll be, we can buddy system. And I'm thinking maybe the next time we see Pappy, we can uh, maybe ask him if he can grab us some walkie-talkies or something, just so we can like stay connected where there's no service. Ooh, that's a uh, good the, idea. The walkie-talkies might be even more reliable, too. Mm -hmm, they're faster, can all be on the same channel. I like, like that. Shouldn't be a problem, I wouldn't think. It's a good idea. Um, 
so I love that you're going to ask Pappy for walkies, but you, a um, little bit of foreshadowing, you're going to get walkies at your meeting tonight. Sweet. Wait, so yeah. we'll find Thank Pappy you. before the meeting to make sure we can get walkie talkies. Got it. Perfect. Because yeah. all directors will have your own personal walkie, and then all of the head directors for each of the areas gets a golf cart with the exception of Charlie because Charlie does not have a license. And me. The twins. Yeah, you share yours with Shay. Twinning. I'll go to the same. Yeah, spot. you and I can share. We'll we'll paint it together. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm gonna hop on the back of Shane's and hope he doesn't flip. I again. no no no. I'm I'm, being I'm not aware of I'll that. I'll be fact. careful. I don't know that that happened, so I don't know what I'm getting into <laughs> when he gets behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> when we do get our walkie-talkies, let's make a separate radio station just for the four of us so that we aren't including Sunflower or Pappy in on stuff they won't even believe in in the first place. Good call. Watch us use that, and then Charlie comes up and was like, I was just testing out the... <laughs> The station. <laughs> okay, up, but of all the people that could drop in, Charlie's Charlie's with it. Yes. Yep. Yes. It's taking everything in me not to have Charlie just show up in your guys' conversation right now. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> I've been I love so tempted so much. So much. Charlie's magic too. He teleports. Um yeah, he just teleports. No, he has spidey senses. He knows where his best friends are. <laughs> <laughs> Before we actually go down there, um, I do want to, like, as we're kind of getting ready to leave, I want to pull Joey aside. Yeah, if you two want to head on down to the to the inlow, we can meet you there. I just got to ask Joey something really quick. I'll meet you down there, and I'll offer Amelia to get on my golf cart so we can start heading down. So, Joey, um, this thing in your coin, uh, I've got a... You, you saw what happened to my dagger, right? Yeah, he didn't want to deal with it. So, what's the story with the dagger? Um, did so, Sean? Did Joey see like the hand come out and slap him away, or was that just something that Shane could see? Oh, so no hand slapped him away. When he reached for it, his hand hit a shadowy barrier. Okay, and everybody was able to see the shadowy barrier. Yes. Um, it's like when he went to touch it, right where his fingers were, darkness burst out just ever so briefly, and it pushed his hand away. Okay, so Joey, you know that darkness that came out of my dagger? Yeah, it was real spooky. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've... That darkness is something I've been seeing for, what, like 13 years now. The whole in-the-closet business. Uh, when I was eight, I thought it was just an imaginary friend, but then it started telling me things that I shouldn't know about. It was the one who kind of told me that my mom had this had this book that she would write things in and you know i i broached the topic with my mom and and she became furious would not talk to me about it told me to go to my room whatever um but i guess does does d ever like give you things or tell you things you shouldn't know you know d's uh He's quite an asshole, so he doesn't give me anything without a something in it for him. But, you know, him and me got a, a separate situation from what I'm thinking you're dealing with. Sounds like you got some kind of mm -hmm. magic entity 
But mine's more of a prisoner inside the coin. Gotcha. Gotcha, yeah. I don't control this thing. Okay, okay. I was just wondering, you know, tips and tricks to make it behave. But, uh, <laughs> all right. We'll figure this out then. Uh, yeah, I'd definitely <laughs> like to help you figure that out too because it, does it ever tell you anything sketchy? Uh, sketchy. I mean, Shane kind of gets a thousand yard stare. Uh, no, probably not. It's just, you know, the dagger and the book, and that's about it. You want to go down to the inlow? Yeah, I think we can head down there now. Man, I wish I had an insight check in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be? Do I have to manipulate someone, Sean, or am I okay? Um. So I think you're okay because if you didn't really say like a strong, outright lie, and Joey, Joey can just choose not to believe you. Okay. Goes all right. Well, uh, I'd say race you, but I am not crashing the same golf cart twice in a day. So I will meet you down at the inlow. Yeah, I'll see you there. And then we pedal away. Pedal. <laughs> So me and Amelia got a head start and Addie this entire time, ever since she saw that rune in her grandma's journal, she's been thinking about it. And so at some point she's going to pull the golf cart over and be like, Amelia, um, or Murphy, sorry, Murphy. Um, can I, can I ask you something? Can I tell you something? Are you going to murder me on the side of the road? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna murder you on the side of the road. We can... the no, this was... Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, you're right. I mean, okay, um, you're never mind. Right. And I just put oh, it in drive and no. I start going back down the road. Like, I'm no. looking around. What do you want? <laughs> oh, I just I think I might have and I'm now driving in the golf cart while I'm talking. It's like I think I might have I don't know. I think I might have done something to sunflower out in those woods on accident but i don't know and there's this thing i can do to test it but i don't know what's going to happen when i do it um and i was wondering maybe if i tried something if you could just i don't know kind of like watch over and make sure nothing weird happens i guess well, uh, well do you have any context to what the thing you're trying is? Um, I think I think that um maybe um maybe that Sunflower's memory wasn't all messed up just because she was walking around in the middle of the woods by herself. Okay, so it has something to do with that. Does... Yeah, yeah. But will that if you try something? And it has to do with that. Are we going? I don't know if it's actually gonna work. I don't see. That's that's the thing is I don't know really. Um, and so I was hoping maybe I could just like maybe wander out like ten feet in the woods so I'm not like close to you or anything, and then come back. And then if I don't come back, you're there to be like, "Hey, you okay?" You know that sort of thing. Because I don't want to like freak yeah, anybody out. I don't go behind anything. But yeah, you if you really if you really want to try it, just like. Make sure I can see you. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm curious. I'm too curious, That's I guess. 
Curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back. Right? <laughs> See, you know, a good saying. Yeah. <laughs> People like to leave out the last part of it. Like, right? It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Let's get it. So I pull up, I pull the golf cart off, kind of like, so it's on the side of the pathway and not like totally in anybody's way. And I kind of wander out like five, ten feet into the woods and I kind of look back at, I kind of look back at Murphy and then I'm going to carve that rune that I saw into a tree. Go ahead and roll to use magic. Shit. (laughs) That's a, that's a four. Um, now this is where i'm gonna ask you do you want to take the failure and nothing happens or do you want to spend a luck point um and get an automatic 12 i think i'm gonna use my first luck as much as i want that experience i gotta stop being an experience whore don't listen to that those are the demons inside you telling to be good (laughs) (laughs) it's okay to fail no, I want to know. I want to know what's happening here. So I'm going to use a luck point. As you finish the carving the rune, you stare at it for a second, and like before, your body begins to move without you intentionally doing it. And using the small blade that you use to carve the rune, you cut the side of your hand and put the tip of the blade with a drop of blood in the middle of the rune. And as you do, you begin to fall. Murphy, from your perspective, Addie's eyes begin to glow. A burnt orange light. Like two columns extending out. And as you see her body drift backwards, her mouth opens as well as a third column of light is just expelling from within her. Addie. Murphy books it. You find yourself falling. Everything around you is dark. And you come to a soft touch. The crumpling of leaves below your foot and laughter happening in the distance. You hear a a young man's voice. John, slow down. You know I can't keep up with you. Oh, hurry up, Jason. Quit complaining. And as you turn to look, you see two young men running through the forest with a young woman behind them trying to keep up. The younger of the two men one that you believe is named Jason slips and falls and tumbles down the hill towards Fossil Beach as John quickly slides down as well laughing and helping him up from atop the ridge you hear the women speak if you two don't calm down I will have to call mom on you Jason oh hush up Sarah Sarah takes a step back. You do remember it's tonight, right? She pulls out a small journal. In this lighting, you swear it begins to glow. A soft shift of iridescent colors. Blues, greens, and purples. 
it's tonight. The attitude that the two young men have begins to dull. Jason looks over at John as John puts his hand on his shoulder. Yeah, we know. We know it's tonight. And at this moment, you feel your back caught as Murphy grabs you before you hit the ground, concerned. And that is how we're going to end tonight's session. Joey, you want to take us out? Oh my god. Yes, sir. Remember, campers, if you hear something late at night, book it. <laughs> Don't look it. <laughs> That's pretty solid. <laughs> Sean, I am sure. All shook. I heard was remember campers. Don't be up to some white people shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. It's important to remind them. It is. Oh my gosh. Okay. Good morning, campers. This is actually going to be the start of our ad break. If this is something that you are not really interested in and you want to listen to the full story without any of our ads, I would definitely recommend hopping over to patreon.com forward slash camp Our Patreon at all levels have access to our episodes ad free and you get them as soon as I finish editing them. That means you don't have to wait for every single Monday night for the new episode to be released. You get them as soon as we are done with them. So if this is something that you're interested in, please hop over to patreon.com forward slash Camp We greatly appreciate all of the support that you guys have been giving us. And our goal is to give all of our camp staff members the best mics that we can get. That way the audio quality for your listening pleasure is only improved from where it currently is. So until next time, welcome to the ad break campers. I hope you brought some snacks. Oh hello traveler, and welcome to the Copper Spoon Inn and Tavern. My name's Cobb Copperspoon, and I run the place. Do you like good food, amazing people, and great stories? Then you should probably come and check us out. You can find us over on Patreon at the Copper Spoon, or on TikTok at the Copper Spoon underscore. We're a family over here. A community of people who just love good food and warm vibes. So check us out. We're always looking for new friends and we can't wait to see you there. <laughs>